All right, motherfuckers. So, you guys should be proud of us. We uh, we had a ridiculous editing issue where our filing type just did not work. I had to do a bunch of go-arounds, but I figured it out. Um, so, there is going to be a little bit of a weird discrepancy between audio volumes. I do apologize. Usually, I try to balance everybody, try to make everybody sound great. For some reason, it just boosted the shit out of mine. It lowered a few other people's. So, I do apologize. Those are a few things that I cannot fix, but... You have an episode, so, you know, be proud of me for once, guys. Jeez, I finally figured out how to fix my shit. Not my Jeep shit. Come on, let's not go too crazy. But I was able to get this episode out. I'm really happy about it. Uh, Billy's an amazing dude. This is going to be a super fun episode for you guys to listen to. But I do, I do apologize so much if there's any weird discrepancy issues with the audio and a few people being a little bit higher, a few people being a little bit lower and things just kind of getting mumble jumbled. I'm very sorry, but please enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 146. I'm Graham. I'm here with Luke, Cody, and Richie, and we have a certified school bus driver on today he's a longtime listener i think he repeat listens to our episodes like a total psycho some um, would even call him an amateur corn star hey, i don't think anybody new... calls him that but I blew with that mustache Luke, dude Luke Luke did. <laughs> i definitely <laughs> did when i was drunk at fucking um good evening so. is that what the weird video was on my camera i didn't look at it but like did you yes did you <laughs> gross <laughs> oh, that's why that couch was sticky. Oh, like no, no, no. Sure. <laughs> I had nothing yep. to do with that, so I'm blaming Billy, but, you know, whatever. Blame me for <laughs> all your problems in life. Blame me. Did you just name drop him? I don't think I said his name. His you name did yet. not. You yeah, did not. you just name dropped our guest. Well, say it my... all excited like. <laughs> oh, this is, I don't usually say the guest name in an excited manner. It usually just sort of flows out. Yeah, but this is fucking Billy, dude. Give you know, give him some love. Oh, hey, Billy. I'll, I'll put it like this: when Timmy describes it as that dude's getting it, that dude's getting it. So, welcome to the show, Billy. Hey, thanks for having me on, you guys. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm excited for this one. Um, these guys, I still remember when they were talking about the s'more trip. And I remember going through photos, and I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy with this beat-to-shit truck? I'm like, what does he think he's doing? They're like, no, 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 dude, he's a good guy. Like, I swear he's fucking awesome. I'm like, all right, all right. No, 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 and- no, no. You can't call him a good guy. That's like the most lame compliment ever. I almost yeah, it is. Cody, you got you to gotta ramp it up there. Absolute fucking unit. (laughs) A fucking marvel of modern ingenuity. There you go. Much better, Luke. It truly is. And like, I don't know, it it was very exciting meeting you because like, and then like understanding your personality and understanding why every single person around you that was with us at West Virginia fucking loves you. It's just because like, you're a fucking awesome person. (laughs) And I, and this is, so this again, for anybody listening, this is Billy. Uh, He has, I'm not going to tell you, he's going to tell you in a few seconds here. Um, I was, this is the guy that I was shouting out on the first episode after we got back from West Virginia um so high regards for this gentleman right here he's an amazing person and yeah i'm I'm stoked that you're on the episode today uh, i'm glad to be here i uh you guys also shouted me out the i think the episode after the s'more one yeah uh, probably <laughs> i know you guys did and uh, you guys just 
shouted me out, I think, recently, but I don't know. There's a <laughs> lot to shout out, though. So, there like, is. Mother I Nature talked about you quite a few times. <laughs> so, like, I suppose that we should dive into it. For those of you that don't know, Billy, what do you wheel? I wheel a 2001 Ford F-250. It's an extended cab short bed truck with a 5.4 and an automatic. <laughs> it is terribly amazing. Like, it is uh, quite possibly the world's most beat-to-shit F-250. <laughs> so It's pretty beat. <laughs> so, like, paint us a picture of where we're at right now with this truck. Uh, currently sitting with a 4-inch lift kit leaf spring in the front a shackle flip on factory springs and a tow block in the rear um i just recently for good evening put hydro assist steering on it put a dana 60 under the front because originally it had a 50 um it's got 488 gears a spooled front and a welded rear end and 40 inch tires that i picked up from luke here yeah we'll get into that man (laughs) yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's that's like cool. I kind of like have like this mental picture of these big rolly tires and stuff, and like I picture a nice like cab and like you know maybe some tasteful trimming on the bumper. Like, tell me where that's going wrong here. Oh God! Uh, imagine oh. you took a sledgehammer and just beat every body panel to an inch of its life, <laughs> and then. Cut the bed off and put a flatbed on. Is that fat flatbed welded to the frame? Because that would just be amazing. No, it is actually bolted through the original bed bolt. We keep it classy here. Mm. Okay. <laughs> have um, you have you noticed that you feel like that flatbed might hinder you by actually like hard dragging on the ground where maybe an actual bed would like squish? Uh no, because the bed, I don't remember what it's made out of other than 3x3 three three square tube, but it it bounces off, and I've never dented it, and I've hit a lot of hard shit with it, and people have parked their Jeeps on top of it, so. <laughs> um, You're right. just grading the trail as you go up. It's like pushing the dirt back into the undercuts as you Pretty go. Much. <laughs> My favorite thing about that bed is when we were at s'more and he's going around that rock um on i forget the name copperhead no not copperhead uh what the fuck was the rocker name knocker it? rocker knocker yeah he's going around the rocker knocker like the center rock in there and he's smushing the doors on the extended cab to the point where it finally hits the bed. And after it hits the bed, it like kicks the whole body over and he makes it up over the obstacle from just beating the bedside against the rock. That, that was literally, I think, one of my f- most favorite part of S'mores trip uh, was just watching Graham's face as I like gently bump it. And then I bump it a little harder. And I'm like, OK, like. I'm just going to hit this thing and just drag the entire rocker and the door and everything on the side of the truck with it. (laughs) (laughs) So I suppose we're jumping around ahead of ourselves here. How did we end up in this position where the bed is kind of a disposable component or not the bed? I'm sorry. The cab is kind of a disposable component. Like how did you end up getting into this? Um, So I got into this whole thing uh actually by my one buddy who has wheeled jeeps since he's been pretty much alive uh 
he me and him would go out to the cliffs insane train in illinois here and uh i know that used to be frankie's local park but they closed and i used to just kind of beat around on like the easy trails and then eventually took it a little bit harder and harder and harder and then finally one day i was like because it used to be my mom's old truck and i actually got it from her which is fuck to oh, say god and you have destroyed your mom's old truck yeah um <laughs> and eventually got to the point of like hey ma i want to run these hard trails which compared to what we're doing now was not hard because i was on i don't know 33s or 35s and that's I how came, it goes though i came right. back the one trip both my he- he- headlights were junk my taillights were junk my bed was shot like there's a couple dents in like the cab but nothing compared to where it is now and uh yeah and it's once it hit that point of like okay this thing's screwed it just rolled downhill like a snowball effect from there hmm. And then it turned into every trip I was either breaking a window or uh, denting a panel so much it didn't even look like a panel, more of just like a crumpled up piece of soda can. But That's awesome. We love to see that. <laughs> it's, it's great. And it's slowly made its upgrades over the years. Uh, you know, over time, like everybody upgrades, but I've always tried to do at least one upgrade every trip so i never actually learn like the whole capabilities of the truck i just keep learning i can do more like i never know where it can stop well that's the way to do it i think that's the way i it's very similar to what i preach uh quite often is you know just consistently doing things slowly instead of building an entire rig perfectly because you're never going to build it perfect right yeah I mean, I hate, I'm not going to diss the four too much here. It's not a perfect rig, not by a long shot. Definitely not. And it's, there's a whole lot of long shot to throw in there. (laughs) (laughs) But, but it's still pretty damn cool. And it's really fucking fun to watch. And I'm sure it's fun to drive. Uh, It's a riot to drive for sure. So, I mean, you just, you're I, I, you're getting out there and doing all this shit with something that most people I would would say that is it's too large for the trails like just blatantly too large it's a massive rig it, it is for... it's big for sure that's what you said but uh, hey, I would say it might even be thick with about six C's. <laughs> I don't know if we could call it that thick. I feel like there's uh, other people running 44s that are thicker than me, but it's just large. No, no you definitely fucking give my rig a run for its money on weight. I only weigh like 6,000 pounds. Only 6,000 pounds? What are you, <laughs> five? You five, five. Yeah, so 500 pounds difference, it's... You know, for a, a Cherokee to a one-ton truck, that's that's big. Like five hundred pounds, that's like almost nothing. It's fair. <laughs> uh, so she's thick with a couple C's. Yeah, and just uh, like Graham kind of was preaching, over time, just break one thing, upgrade it. Break one thing, upgrade it. 
Yeah, the only thing that I'm going to throw out there is sometimes I feel like as I have made the massive changes to my rig, I, I've i lost a little bit of the feeling that I had in the rig, but like that's just me. And, you know, that's changing gearing and all that other fun shit repetitively, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, that's all part of it, right? Um, as long as it's something that's you know, uh, thought out in in some manner as an improvement, and you are, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be an improvement to everybody, uh, in everybody's mind, but if it's something that improves your ability to drive it, then even if it's yeah. something you have to get used to and it's new, then it's still pushing you in the right direction. Also, keep in mind, like. this might just be old man yells at cloud. I'm sorry. It really is. <laughs> Why is Old Man yelling at the cloud? I don't know that reference at all. <laughs> uh, it's from uh, what is it? Uh, Simpsons. Old Man uh, yells at the cloud. Like whenever Bart's dad, or not Bart's dad, Homer's dad yells at the cloud. It's happened in several episodes, and yeah, I yeah I was sheltered as a child. I didn't watch any of the Simpsons. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm the problem uh, here. <laughs> it's it's a Simpsons reference. I'm terribly ah. sorry. Um, <laughs> But the thing that's been cool for me is watching the evolution from S'more and, like, when we first met you, and I'm not gonna lie, there was a little bit of, like, apprehension when Nick was like, yeah, so, there's a guy that's showing up with a full-size F-250. I'm like... Oh, boy. (laughs) "Um, I hope these trails are more open. And then... (laughs) You saw it, and you realized how bad of shape it's actually in. No, and then we show up, and I'm like, there are way too many people here. I don't know any of these people yet, because you've got, like, Frankie, Brandito, Semi-Truck, uh, you, then you've got Daddy, Duan, and fucking Aaron, and everyone over there, and I'm like, there's a bunch of people I don't know, and I barely even know Nick. And I go walking up to you and just start talking with you and you're funny as shit about everything and I would think we were putting headlights on for the night wheeling episode of that uh trip after meeting you for like five minutes. Dude, the amount of hack wiring I did at S'more and you watched all of it is horrendous. <laughs> so quick thing, did you so did Obviously, you listened. Did you like recognize Luke before he even walked up to you? I knew that both Luke and Graham were going to be there. I did not. And I asked Nick, I was like, because he told me the Blue Collar Boys were going to be here. And I was like, cool. I was like, well, let's not be a nervous little shit. And uh, <laughs> it, it, you guys are cool. You got a podcast, you know, you're. Oh yeah, that's We're what everybody cool. says. Those guys are cool. They got a podcast. Yeah, Graham's <laughs> new friend doesn't make fun of him all the time for having a podcast. Look <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the realm of however many people watch or listen to you guys. And some people may even look up to you guys. So it's like, may that's not be. True. I feel bad for those people. Well, <laughs> We're just normal dudes that like started talking about this shit in a shop somewhere and then started pressing record. Um, So like, yeah, but carry on my bad. 
No, you're good. I don't really want to necessarily backtrack in any way, but even like, Feel yes, free. the O one is thick per se or large or, you know, a big mama, who cares? Uh, big mama Java. You're looking at <laughs> on a wheelbase platform, it's only 123 inches. It's really like, JK's will be what, 117, something around that range? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like I'm at 110 roughly, so it's only 13 more inches, which that's a lot in the grand scheme of things, but it's also not a lot when you consider it's a full size truck. And it could be a lot worse. It could be like a crew cab truggy that's at 130 <laughs> something. You know, there's other full size guys out there out west. It, was like, it originally a short bed? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. Hey, Richie. Yeah. What was your truck? Do you remember? Wheelbase? No, but it was just a regular regular cab uh, short bed. All right. That was an 01, right? For yours? Yeah. yeah we. Your black Cherokee with the 44 and 8 and a quarter at one point had almost the same wheelbase, I want to say. Yeah, that truck would have been 118, and that Jeep was at 108, so it would have been somewhat comparable? Yeah. Yeah, I, I might have been thinking 10 inches off. I mean, to be fair, like, if you're going from 100, like, stock to then 118, like, that's a huge difference. So that only 10 inches, I, I mean, I'd probably be like, damn, that's pretty close, too. So, like, I can see where you're coming from. I don't know. That's just me thinking of it it's like you look at all the rock bouncer guys or guys yeah. who stretch rigs super far and it's like really yeah. like what's six inches like three cody's or <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, you're wrong. laughs> oh, that was a low blow <laughs> I, we definitely got to have this guy back on Shitting on Cody is one of the fucking podcast favorite pastimes. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna uh, say, Cody, Cody, you're not still into pegging, are you? Oh my, no, no. Uh, reviving this one on the podcast. No. It's been a minute. <laughs> oh, god, and the guests fucking brought that one on you. Oh, bastards. I thought I was, I thought we lived past it, but no, we're still here. It's in the market no, for, no. A, for a new pegger. Oh, oh no! Oh god! I will literally. Ladies, hit him up. I will uh, kill the first person around whatever new chick I bring around that decides to bring that up. Oh, you better hope we're not like on a steep obstacle because you're going sliding. Oh, uh, we love you, Cody. Don't worry. I know, but oh god, the the embarrassment! I can feel it secondhand, and it didn't even happen yet. Like, <laughs> oh god, damn it! You're going to oh. feel it firsthand. Oh, no. Please. <laughs> Spare me, boys. <laughs> You're not getting spared up. No. You know what? I'll wait for the second time that I meet her to bring it up. Fair. I'll take that. First time, just like, take it, it easy might, on me. <laughs> it might be the second obstacle, but it will be the second time that I've talked to her oh, at the very least. No. Um, so anyways... I suppose, like, we're making all kinds of jumping around here. How did you end up with meeting up with Nick and them? Was that through the Wait, cliffs? Can we can we go back to where he started? Because he has a lot of other cool vehicles, too, that he did before this truck. 
and that we can. This is true. Which one would you, you tell me what you want to talk about? Just start talking and we'll, we'll go on it. We can talk about whatever. Um, started back way back when, fuck, when I could start driving, I guess. Uh, first car was a mix of my 66 F-150 or F-100, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then while I was kind of building that, I was allowed to drive what is now my off-road truck. Because my mom would still use it, but she had a summer car, so it was like in summer I could drive the truck, but in winter I had to drive. I had to make sure my '66 was reliable enough to actually go anywhere, <laughs> which you know, old cars never are. Um, <laughs> ended up doing a bunch of work to that uh, when I first got it to where it is now. It's dropped uh, roughly ten inches from where it was. Um, did a cab, fixed a bunch of rust on it, painted it, did a four nine inch gear in the back so it could actually cruise down the highway because it's still a three speed truck. Um, oh, here I can try to post some photos in this chat thing. Oh, yeah, or I know they're on my Instagram too. Um, and then kind of once that was done, I started building uh, my Jeep actually. So I actually do own a Jeep. It's a 73 Jeep DJ5. So it's an actually an old postal Jeep. Hell yeah. Uh, and my senior project in high school, we had a 351 Windsor underneath our bench here in my garage. And, uh, and I was like, hey, Pops, let me rebuild that for my senior project. And uh, he's like, sure, whatever. He's like, but then you got to find a car to put it in. And I'm like, okay, well, I have this Jeep. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I ended up rebuilding this motor for just normal, a normal boner because it was nothing. And then I'm like, well, I already have to do pistons because the motor got bored out. So, you know, why not gap the rings a little bit and kind of plan on putting some boost toward this thing? You know, maybe I'll put a supercharger or a turbo on it. Well, I think that was the whole thing of me finding out about like eBay war whistles and shit like that. Oh God! War um, <laughs> whistles, or whatever it is, Wu Tong war whistles, uh, Chinese choo choo boys. Uh, <laughs> um, so I ended up putting. Actually, I ended up putting twins on the three fifty one, and I shoehorned it into my DJ five. Oh, wow. you know, just usual, like nice and easy. Yeah, it's. <laughs> blow through carb yep blow, blow through carb setup that's an interesting and kind of cool old school piece of tech to yeah. me at least and i didn't even go fancy with it because you know mix of high school and college when i was building this thing i uh i built the blow through carb i didn't i just took a normal carb and converted it to blow through and it works well enough wow what kind of PSI are you seeing when you get in that thing? Um, the last time I drove it, I saw about 14 pounds of boost, which isn't a lot. but That's plenty. Holy shit. It is definitely plenty for what... I mean, the thing weighs like 2,600 pounds, and 14 PSI is on that motor with how I have it. It's probably around 450 horsepower, so it's kind of rowdy. Damn. Just kind of. You know, a little bit, like a smidge, just, potentially, just, maybe. 
Just a smidge, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that if you put a $5 bill on the dashboard and stomped on it, that you couldn't reach forward and grab it. Uh, if I had a passenger seat, no, they probably couldn't, no. Look at you <laughs> that is the most fitting thing you've ever <laughs> fucking said. If you had a passenger seat. Well, yeah, so I still have the original uh, leather mail seat in the thing, which makes it kind of even more sketchy. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, because uh, those seats were not designed to keep you in the seat. They were designed to make it easier to get out of the seat. Yeah, it, and oh it's kind god. of weird. So, with how even the motor is, I kind of built it to be like a strip, sh street strip warrior uh, kind of thing. I posted some photos in chat for you. Um, it it's super torquey and it tends to like to pick up the front tire. So it picks up the passenger front or no, the driver front and you sit on the passenger side cause it's right hand drive. So it likes to shove you out the door as you accelerate. <laughs> oh my God. I fuck <laughs> of that. Um, yeah, it's, it's a riot. Uh, and then that ended up getting somewhat finished to a point. And then I kind of started, messing around with the uh truck that we have now which is my off-road truck it stopped being a daily driver and it started having issues so i bought a new daily and then started oh, messing. what you want yeah messing with that thing ending up at the cliffs now and, yeah did you ever see the dillonator chasing down dillers in his natural habitat i actually didn't i haven't ever seen or met Frankie up until s'more of this year. That's horrifying. Pretty much all the waltz I didn't meet till s'more other than Nick. Oh, sounds so, like a really good way to start talking about how you met them. I met <laughs> a long time ago at a local car show to my house and he was with one of my work buddies and then I met him and we've stayed in touch, but I never actually really hung out with Nick that much up until uh, just before S'more, he invited me out to the Badlands in Indiana. And then he's like, hey, we're going on this trip called S'more. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> or, or the Great American Wall. And that was I like, like s'mores. I, I like s'mores. Like s'more. <laughs> I like s'mores. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and then I was like, screw it, let's, I've only ever been to, uh, the cliffs and the Badlands, and that was it, so I'm like, screw it, let's try this park that's seven and a half hours away instead of three, you know, it's only double the drive time, <laughs> and then that's ended up where, uh, I went to S'more and talked to my shit on Wagoning Hill and met all you guys and met a lot of the other Waltz and met the reckless michigan boys that we all know and love and mm -hmm. that turned Rumor. into sorry no Go you're ahead. good oh that turned into a good evening where obviously you guys pretty well know me now and <laughs> everybody loves the uh jolly green giant and his lady <laughs> uh, i thought you were talking about the truck for a second <laughs> <laughs> so like Let's be real here. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> s'more was like the first actual hardcore park that you went to then. Yes. Oh my wow. god. <laughs> uh, s'more was the first 
what you'd call a hardcore park. I mean, the cliffs was kind of hardcore if you're into bog dogs and mud hole ravine things and clay and yeah. And then sand pit, which is just Badlands and, you know, a rock quarry, but. I've, I've been told that Badlands is nothing crazy, but there's a lot of ledges. You can go there and just hit ledges all day. That it, sounds it cool. Is, it's, it's nothing like S'more Good Evening, but it is a lot of cool ledges, a lot of cool rock climbs. Uh, you know, if you are into playing in the dunes and getting sandy, uh, you know, I, I it's a good it's a good place to go. I'm almost half tempted next time everyone ends up there that you know, like I, I might want to go up there. Uh, yeah, it, I was gonna say I feel like I've heard things on everybody who's in the area is over that park, but like I well, don't know. That, I kind of want to see why everybody's over it. <laughs> like, why is it so? Uh, what makes it bad? Uh, what makes it boring? I guess it's just, and everybody says the same shit. It's just uh, it's either really easy stuff or like total fuck you lines. But um, I don't, I don't know, know if I've really done any of the I guess hard lines at the park. I usually just play around on rocks and there's a couple like muddy trails through the swamp. There actually is one uh, trail where I screwed myself on. And I, that was the first time I went wheeling with Nick and uh, it ended up taking three winches on different Cherokees to get them out, get me out of this swampy mud hole. Cause I diffed both diffs out on the super duty. Ooh, you'll and, get that on them big rigs. Literally. And no front locker. And I was on 37 boggers. <laughs> Damn. Dude, the bog dogs. I still, we should have definitely swapped them onto the rig and ripped the, my XJ on bog dogs just for the meme. But oh that time God. has passed. I still have them. We, you can always plan a trip up or we can plan a trip down and we can, I can bring them with. <laughs> I... Don't give them bad ideas. I'll yeah. give them all the bad ideas. I'm great at giving people bad ideas. No, no, stop. Bad. Behave yourself. He, he doesn't cope um, with bad bad ideas. You know, Cody enjoyed the tequila. So no, 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 I didn't. Yeah, uh, Cody I... did enjoy that tequila. He was <laughs> definitely feeling himself after that. Oh god. <laughs> I just, that was <sighs> an excellent little wakey or uh, wake up and then go to bed thing for him. Oh yeah. Well, no, because we gave it to him pretty early in the night, and he. Uh, I don't even know what time he went out that night. I forget him. what night it was. That was Saturday. That was Saturday? Trust me. That's why you became baby and went to bed early. Yeah. That's exactly why. (laughs) Because I said, I'm dying. (laughs) I was like, fuck this shit. (laughs) So I went back to the the old cabin. Yeah. If you guys ever want to plan a trip out to the Badlands, you know, tell me or Nick or some of the Waltz boys and we'll definitely uh, show you around. It's. A kind of turning into a big side by side park because they have a whole little business for side by sides. But if you just have a normal, uh, I mean, I see everything from stock Jeeps or, you know, the Land Rover, whatever's, or Forerunner, whatever's, to crazy shit like Nick or me or Frankie or whoever. Hell yeah. So. What happened with the s'more trip? Like, uh, what's your perspective on that? Because we kind of started on that, and 
I'm just curious because uh, you know, for like the first time, hardcore wheeling with everybody, and I knew going into it, I was an underdog because I have more wheelbase, more weight, and uh, the second s- smallest tire size there, other than I was gonna say deck. Dang it, that would've been funny. Uh, no, I <laughs> went first place on that one. Hey, <laughs> damn! If uh, I'm at three inches, brother, <laughs> yo, no. You know what they say about the boys with them big trucks. <laughs> oh, poor guy, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh. you're in the nickname of Tater Tot. Oh God, please no. My Graham. Oh, it's so funny. But anyways, go ahead. So you're uh, an underdog. Tomorrow was an eye opener because I was an underdog, and I did not expect me to do as well and as bad as I did there. Um, it was super cool running pretty hard trails and seeing that I could actually sem- somewhat keep up with all you guys. I mean, not necessarily, but you know, I was running fours. I might have ran a five with you guys. I really don't remember. Um, but it was. I know you definitely drove a five. I think I drove a five. I just don't remember what trail it was. Literally, all I remember from that trip was Rocker Knocker and Wagoneer Hill. Because it was five, be a red or a black. Sorry to cut you off. Uh, That's like so red and black. Yeah, okay, like a purple at Roush. Kind, nah, yeah, kind of. It's like in between. Um, they've got the six tier system, so a six would be like a, you know, a red and like. Maybe a four or a five would be the levels of black, like between hard and not hard. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Thank you. Sorry. Said for clarification's sake. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, it was just interesting for me. It's more kind of figured out what I had to do slash like, hey, what do I need to fix on this piece of pile of a school bus? (laughs) What was something that you found that you were like, absolutely, this needs to change right fucking now? Uh, I didn't mind the boggers at S'more. They seemed to be working. Um, Even though I was on rocks, I was keeping up with you guys. I didn't have to winch. Uh, I know I framed out literally the first baby trail, and Luke actually ended up pulling me off. Oh, yeah, that was funny. That was. I, I was so honestly embarrassed. From that, I was like, fuck, I just framed out and Luke's in front of me. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, so like, I'm kind of big on the trail etiquette stuff. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect, but I want to see the guy in front of me and I want to see the guy behind me. That's like the big thing. So like, I see the guys in front of me are going and I'm sitting there and like, where's Billy? I'm stuck in the mud. So I'm like, okay, cool. Slap that thing in reverse and just pop out the clutch and start going backwards. And I see the forward just kind of like sitting there. And I forget who had the strap, but we ended up throwing the strap across. And I put it into first gear, let off the clutch, and she freed right up. And I'm like, all right, cool. Away we go. It just needed a little tug. Um, Cody, to answer your question, the really the biggest thing I noticed from S'more was... uh, just I was diffing out on way too many things there and with the whole steering box fiasco that happened I really realized I needed some hydraulic assist because there was the one hill there where my power steering I could hear it boiling under hood damn I I forgot what hill it was but it was the really 
well, I can't say the really rocky one, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it was. Uh, was it the exit out of Wagoneer or no? What? It was uh, the day before Wagoneer. I think it was Friday when we were all in the big group, kind of toward the night, but not necessarily. Oh, Bronco. Um, Bronco Hill, yeah, or Killer something. Yeah, Bronco Killer or something yeah. stupid like that. Bronco Buster. That sounds about Bronco right. Buster. Yeah. And, yeah, we were. Yeah, there's some videos somewhere of me just reverse drive, reverse drive, slam a rock, same thing, repeat. Was this the one with the that you were destroying your rocker panels on? Is that that video or no? no that was rocker knocker. Oh, that makes sense with the name. Never mind. Yes. <laughs> um, dude, so I remember watching you go getting up in there, and I'm like. All right, he's either going to try this or he's going to choose discretion is the better part of valor um, at that weird fucking V-notch where you had to hit it, basically get sideways in it, and then crawl up it. That one was fun as fuck to do for me, and I'm sure for Graham. But watching you decide that discretion was the better part of valor was quite interesting because it took you like a 19-point K-turn to get that thing where it had to go and it was like actually nice driving it i'm not gonna shit on you for having to do that like multi-point or multi-point um off camber k-turn that was kind of interesting yeah it was uh definitely a fun one because i definitely got fucked on a couple rocks but you'll get uh, that when you're wheeling a school bus it is true um that's what the flatbed's for to pivot off of I do that way more than I should, and I no, end up. It's the perfect amount. It Dude, is every that turn. Thing, that thing needs a winch up front on that flatbed with like a couple of, um, you know, angle pieces cut on there, so you can just pull a broken rig up onto it. That would be fucking hilarious. I truck. I've definitely uh, thought of that idea of having because I actually brought a winch to Good Evening Ranch, but I never put it on because I was dealing with we'll other get to that shit show once we finish this um, shit show. Yeah, I definitely thought about putting a winch on the bed just in case somebody does something really stupid and splits their XJ in half and decides, hey, let's just pull it out with the fucking super duty of Fury. Yeah. Um. <laughs> You'll get that around. Sometimes it. it makes it easier when you can just have a rig with enough power to drag it out. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. So, oh. let's see. I remember I, also... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to say, we were talking about power. Uh, that thing really doesn't have that much power. It came from factory with like 210. Oh, and here I was like, well... You were hang a couple on, of hold makes sense. Because, like, you get a bigger motor, you got the big axles right up the rip, but now you're telling uh, me the motor doesn't make much more than a 4.0 does on a good day? That's it, not but it makes, good. like, 310 foot-pounds of torque from brand-new factory, so... Hold mm, up, so like hold 200 up. now. Probably. <laughs> I'm doing some quick maths here, and the Google search says it's between 250 to 310 horsepower, depending on package. Oh. So what now, Billy? 
Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I could have swore it was 210, 310. But... 260 appears to be the average. Oh, shit. Well, you got a whole extra 100 horses. That's a lot, especially when you consider that you're only 500 pounds heavier than I am. That's <laughs> fair. Yeah. Uh, and my rig's a chunky bitch. Yeah, but you also have like 538 gears. That's more ride 410 gears. Dude. Yeah, but you got an automatic. It it accommodates for the low gearing or high gearing. Yeah. It it yeah. do be like that, but it's also a uh, a suck hole of horsepower. I lose it all. Yeah, but four uh, tens are better than three fifty fives. Look at the bright side. It's better than the factory three seventy threes it had. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> So, so how did you get four tens in it? Did you re gear it or was it re geared previously or something or uh no, I actually ended up finding a parts truck. It was an old farm truck. It had a five four and a stick shift, and I'm like, ooh, I would love a stick shift. And then I ended up finding out it had four ten gears, but it had a Dana fifty in the front. So I ended up buying that truck on a Sunday and it was going to the scrapyard in pieces on Wednesday night. And uh I put the axles from that in the 01 and uh, ended up keeping the manual trans for future endeavors. That'll be exciting. In in the truck. It should go in there. Uh, Maybe not till you get better better gears in it, but... Well, I have better gears now, but... What do you have in it now? 488s. Oh, okay. Minor Uh, improvements. Should have gone deeper, but... Well, that's just said. If I could pick and choose from the deal I was made on it, I would have went deeper, but that was what was available to me. So, oh, gotcha. I I, I had a choice of four eighty eights or keep my four tens, and practically for the price of almost nothing. So I was like, I'm gonna go four eighty eights. Yeah, that's not a bad. Uh, it's a bad change for sure. It was something to help with the 40s that I was buying from Luke. And uh, if you do the calculation in four low and first gear, I actually gained 0.2 miles an hour slower, which is better. So, yes. you know. Yeah. Yes. Another point that I'm going to just throw out there is that with the weight that this thing will climb to once it gets a cage and some extra beefing up skid plates and all that, having the extra tooth in contact on the 60 is not going to be a net negative. So well, it might help to keep that pinion alive. On the 488s? or On the yeah. 488s versus a uh, 538. Ah, uh, yeah. gotcha. Because the 538 has two in contact, if I remember correctly, and 488 should have three in contact at all times. What about the 513s? Uh, 513s, I don't know if those are two or three. That's just not something that like I've looked two into. Two and a half. Well, to be Off fair, the, the manual is supposed to eventually go in this truck because um, it's got a deep first, second, and third gear. It's got a five seven to one first and then i think like a two nine or a three one to second that's not terrible because i've right got now, a three eight three right, first right now i think it's current ratio is like a three four first 
in the automatic, so auto magic. Terrible. Literally. Fucking yes. goddamn it, man. Ayashua trying to convince me that I gotta put an auto in my rig. What the fuck? Absolute hmm. sacrilege. Loads <laughs> <laughs> oh, better no. wheeling without the auto without the manual, you can actually do things. Well, it's the same shit. You're just shifting. You know, I can push the clutch pedal and my neutral's engaged. You gotta shift, uh, you know, play a whole game of Tetris to get it into neutral. <laughs> and I don't care if you got, or you cut the gate out of your fancy $300 shifter. My transmission costs $300. Yeah, speaking of, <laughs> going back to all this more stuff. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to chuckle <laughs> at my fucking... Oh, that was good. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> uh, so what actually happened at Wagoneer Hill? Because I remember not being able to go backwards, and that was part of what led to the stupidity going forwards. Uh... I was watching Nick, John, what is it, Graham and you all try to make it up the hill. And I'm like, screw it, I'm going to need all the approach angle possible. So I ended up pulling that stupid redneck front bumper off I had on it. It's in the back seat, And uh, I attempted Wagoneer and I made it up to the second of like 12 ledges and bounced up it. And then I couldn't steer and it just went. Free, free Beyblade with the steering wheel, and I was trying to go left, and it kept going right. And <laughs> it is Beyblading the steering wheel is just such an odd uh, experience. Having having done that, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right to have no resistance on a steering wheel. I've yeah, it was super weird because I was like. I bounced up it, truck came down, didn't hear any cracks or any nothing, and I'm just like, I have no steering. Like, none <laughs> at all. I'm like, and I'm facing a tree, I need to hit the brakes because I was hard on the gas pedal. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then we figured out my steering box decided to eat the bolt right off the frame rail, and I'm like, oh. Oh, shit. And then the whole fiasco of, okay, pull the box out, go find bolts to get the Super Duty off the trail so you guys can all go back to night wheeling. Yeah. Um, what was it? We ended up chucking the box on the floorboard in my Jeep, right? Yeah, and I hopped in because I want to go up Wagner Hill, and I certainly ain't going to do it in my truck, so... Yeah, so we ended up doing that, and then I we remember that we, you guys ran out. No, Sorry. Nick ran out. Nick got parts, because I guess a couple other people needed parts, and uh, he ended up finding me two bolts miraculously, and they're actually, he they had a steering box in stock at that O'Reilly's in town, and I'm like, well, I don't need a box, I just need three bolts. <laughs> Well, we found two, and I had ratchet traps, so put your mind together and figure out where that one went. Yep. <laughs> now, how did you end up in my rig? I forget what happened there. For the night wheeling? Yes. Uh, Nick, I was literally all packed. I was, like, ready to leave. Like, uh, Actually, wait, we do we want to go back to me making it back to camp? Yeah, feel free. Uh, you guys all helped me get out of Wagoneer Hill. We backed down the trail and went back up to the main. 
And then probably a hundred yards from the main gate, I blew the coolant hose and the brake line at the same exact time. Jeez. <laughs> on, on top of the steering box fiasco, which is held in by two bolts and a ratchet strap. Yep. And the power steering line, the fitting screwed itself up when I tried to put it back in. So at this point, I have no power steering, no coolant, and no brakes. And I remember flying past you, and I'm like, I have nothing. <laughs> yes, I was sitting there waiting on you, and I'm like, what the fuck? Where is he? And then all of a sudden, there's just this whistling shit box that goes flying past me with that with terrible a s'more dust. And, and a I'm cloud like, of smoke from all the fluids burning on everything. <laughs> so I remembered grabbing um, second, third, fourth, and ended up throwing it into fifth, and you were still pulling away from me as you were heading back to camp. So I'm going to guess you had to drop that thing down through the gears to get it to actually slow down. Uh, yeah, I went, I was cruising along first, main trail on second. I think I passed you in second. And then right before the gate, I just slammed the thing in first. I'm like, if it's going to blow up, it's going to blow up right here at the main gate. <laughs> and then you parking palled it into the uh into the center there i remember that i was like why did you just use the brakes and you're like i don't I have no any brakes <laughs> okay so the funny story about that is i had no rear brakes already i had a vice grip on the brake hose because of previous fiascos that i didn't get to fix um that's uh i had a brake hose or a like vice grip on a brake hose for multiple trips so that's how no. I was. Yep. I blew. The uh, that, uh, I had no brakes. Yeah, we did that with Richie. When was that? Uh, twenty fourteen. Jeez, that was a while ago. That ain't even worth bringing up. That's nine years ago, Richie. No, no, no feeling. I blew a brake line at the top of my bell in my uh, Dodge, and then we had to go all the way down the mountain and back home. With uh, Ooh, yeah, with just vice grips. Yeah, it so works. stop being so mean, Graham. Jeez, I don't man. know. Just a lot, I don't know. I think, I think 2014. I think like I don't know. Look, I was not nine years school. ago. Pretty well. Richie and myself have been wheeling for a little while, bud. Yeah, uh, 2012, 2013. Yeah. I think 2014 was when I sunk my original Cherokee pond scum. Or it was 2015? One of those two years. I didn't give a shit about Jeeps in 2014, so like... I started driving in 2015. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how old are you? you? I'm 24. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I'm the same age as Nick. Some would say you're no little babies. Nick's like only six months older than me. Jesus, I did not realize that at all. I did not think at 27 years old I'd be feeling so fucking old. Dude, yeah. I called Nick the other day to talk about some of the life situations I got going on right now. And so, like, I just started talking with him, and he goes, yeah, you know, I kind of get it, but, like, geez, thanks for some of the stuff that you're telling me as a heads up for when I get there, and I'm like, fuck. What are you talking about, like, the prostate check than... that you have to get? Or, like, what, what the hell were you talking with him about? Uh, I was bitching about the fucking situation with uh, Tennessee right now, but I don't uh, really gotcha, want to gotcha. go into that. No, 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 you're good, you're good, you're good. Just... Off-road tangents podcast. Yes, yeah. uh, that's <laughs> we do that. Um, <laughs> What's a tangent? Is it a free Anyways, back to uh, 
back to s'more. I remember fucking... I felt bad for you, I think it was, after that. So I think I threw you in the driver's seat then. Yeah, because Nick was like, we have open spots, so... You know, you can ride with whoever, whether it was Brandito, I think Graham had an open spot, and then you had an open spot, and or I could have rode with him. I'm like, well, I'll put Becca with Nick, because I know Nick, and not... <laughs> good, call. good call. Actually, Graham would have been a good choice, too. Graham's uh, not touchy uh, Morgan would I... say otherwise, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you did something to her. <laughs> it's bad. You know what you should do? You should definitely put uh, your new friend in with Mikey and have have her go up an obstacle oh, at F and F, bro. Like I was nervous, and I'm I'm pretty good now. Like I'm pretty comfortable being in like a passion. Why would now, I do that? She should just go. She, in she with probably Graham. have fun. Well, she's gonna. But I'm saying for like one obstacle. I'm not saying the whole fucking day. I know, but weird. Graham's like kind of fun and pretty good about making everything that's pretty major not seem major. So like. Yeah, good point. That's. I think my point. favorite. Uh, I think Cody. It was you and Marvel. Sorry, this is a. You know, we're talking. We about do tangents. this. This is another You're tangent. Good. No worries. <laughs> I it remember, like weird. Cody, when we like you and Marvel were with me at um. Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds? Oh my god, we are and, going to and Marvel origin story, bro. Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit! <laughs> and uh, and Marvel just couldn't get over the fact that like I'd slam something and be like. Sorry, like it was just like <laughs> <laughs> so nonchalant, beating oh. the crap out of it. <laughs> Dude, that was actually like that was babies first for me and him. Like yeah. we thought we were big pimping on thirty ones open open, and I don't know. That was just that was just a really cool experience. And not to mention like wasn't that on everything? Wasn't that when he was on uh the fifty and ten five? That yep. is exactly, yeah. Yeah, yep, yeah, with 37s. the 37s. Yep. He was my big pimpin' then. I love yeah. that combo. To this it day, was... probably my favorite phase of that Jeep. The 40s and stuff are nice, don't get me wrong. It wheels better, but uh, the 37s just and the stock steelies were, uh, they kept it looking normal, so it was, like, not obnoxious. It's a vibe. Yeah. It's just yeah. a vibe. Did you have an and... exo page at that point? Yep. He... No. Not, not the oh, day I at did. Battlegrounds. Right. You did. That might have. No, that trip I may have. Uh, uh-uh. no, because me and you were, me and you and like me and Luke were definitely good friends by the time you started doing your cage, and I think me and Luke were barely chatting at that point because that oh, was, was when that, that wasn't we, the day I smashed the that windshield out. It was close. No, was I was after. very close to building the cage. Um, was I there for that one? You were not. No. No, it was a smaller was- trip. It was, was for the uh, Wheeling for Acreage run at Battlegrounds. Okay. I think yeah. I had to work that weekend. Or I yeah. might have been working on the rig. I don't know. Anything's <sighs> possible back that far. You um, were, yeah, no, you were actively doing your one-ton build at that time. That, that is the dude, exact I time. I slammed thing. that fucking one-ton build out. Month and a half. Oh dude. my goodness, he can never I'm let it go. Talking about it. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm still proud you, of that. I'm, you I'm bringing this I'm bringing this tangent back onto the road. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Nick so, Jonard, great driver. No, he's still steering to these. Good for passengers. This fucking day. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you threw Becca in with Nick, Nick, and then I, and then I think this is how your whole rental rig thing started because you're like Billy, hop in and drive my Jeep, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> 
I'm like never driven manual off road, never driven, you know, All right, 40s. So just, just go into the fucking tangent then, because that shit's funny as fuck. Uh, and we just started to go on the night wheel, and then I don't even remember what we went up. We were starting to go on puppy liquor, and finally we get to some of the bigger ledges, and I'm like, Luke, I really don't want to break your Jeep right now. Not that I can't <laughs> fix it. I can fix your Jeep. I just, I don't like breaking other people's stuff, and I don't like being abusive to other people's things. Unless they tell me to, and you're like, well, just don't hit it in third. And I'm like, I don't want to hit it at all. <laughs> I am that asshole who will grab fourth. You ain't going anywhere in fourth with the four zero. No, I'll yeah. hit it at fifty miles an hour like I do in my Super Duty. It you won't get up to that start. speed either. No, <laughs> Actually, I learned. I thought I was putting all the beans to it. I saw the video and I'm like, wow, I was going maybe five miles an hour. Yep. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just it's so, crazy. Yeah. And then, I look over at him and he's like, yeah. I, I don't want to break it. I'm like, dude, you hit it in first, grab second, and like let it have some RPMs. It craves the second gear and the RPMs, and he just bounces up this obstacle, and he goes from the most like determined look possible to the biggest shit-eating grin. <laughs> <laughs> and then I finally booted him out when we actually got to like the stuff that you know, I had to actually pretend to drive on. And I can't drive. Yeah. But, um, you can drive so, better than me, so... No, I don't. Um, I'm just a certified school bus operator, so you know. <laughs> that takes skill. They don't just How let bad? anybody drive school buses full of kids. So... Um, on that bowl obstacle, how far over did we end up going, and how was that the passenger seat? Because I just remember like getting more and more pissed with that obstacle until Baby finally told me to pull cable. Uh, I remember clearly seeing, I don't know if it was the ground or the side of the hill, but I couldn't see where everybody was standing above us, so I was probably looking at the ground. Uh, <laughs> Through the windshield? It. I'll leave it like that. Through the windshield? Uh, oh, I don't know. I meant through the passenger door. You know, I could easily oh. the ground through the passenger door. I remember getting on that, and it just was like not wanting to go. And I'm, fun. I was like debating. I don't know if you caught the second, third, second, third anxiousness. I I did. You hesitated for a second. I'm watching your hand on the shift, and you're like, uh. And, and I ended up finally getting talked out of grabbing third and hitting it again. Because that would not have been a fun spot to pull the rig back over. No, <laughs> definitely not. Uh, yeah, Why would then... you do third if you were in a tippy spot? Um, because it did not seem like it wanted to go in second, so maybe some more momentum would help it go. Because, like, we were getting hung up, so I figure add a little was, more momentum. Was this the puppy liquor spot where you didn't yeah. get the bounce? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. That's not a... I mean, it, I forget what gear I hated in. Our gear issues are similar enough. I don't know. I'm scared of third after I blew multiple drive shafts up with it. Um, I learned that third is a dangerous little, uh, little nefarious creature. That's that's the one you pull out when nothing else works. <laughs> and that's the only time. 
Well, the problem is that's where the ratios split. Like third yep. for me is just like it's a little bit of fucking whoop how, but mm-hmm. I don't have enough motor to actually make it go. Yep. If I had more motor, that would be a very dangerous gear. Yeah, um, you were there for the John incident too when we had to pull him back over. That was funny. I don't even know how they ended up on their side there. Uh, I think they were just too ine- inebriated on the trail. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Some nice uh, cold iced tea beverages. It was kind of funny though because you looked at me, I looked at you, and I'm like, should we help him? And then we gave him like five seconds, and then I just immediately grabbed your door and I'm like, screw it, I'm getting out. We're hooking a line, we're gonna pull back over. Yep. <laughs> they went right back over. And then tried to go right back up. The same thing. Yes. Uh, no one can accuse that uh, instance of having a lot of IQ there. <laughs> um, that was definitely not uh, brain power driving and instincts possibly. Mm. Uh, barely instincts <laughs> barely <laughs> so uh, I suppose that that kind of wraps up s'more right you guys left that morning no we left that was Saturday night we ended up going out wheeling with you guys I oh yeah I yeah because right. I saw Billy on my way home on the last day so, so he was there you, the whole time did you end up riding with me no, I, yeah oh I rode I think with a mix. No, I ended up stealing Brandito's rig, and uh, he was <laughs> passenger. The rental was, rig saga continues. I tend to sneak myself into people's rigs, and I don't necessarily mean to. But I was just looking at his rig, and he was. I think he was like, "Hey, do you want to drive this thing?" I'm like, "No way." I'm like, "You're really gonna let me drive your jeep?" And he's like, "Yeah, I could lay back and drink a couple." And I'm like, "Okay." So then we went out with Brandito's rig, me driving. I we were with uh, Nick, John, and I think a couple other people. Yeah, because I died that night and ended up with the Osterman crowd. Yeah, and then so I was just beatboxing around with Brandito's police jeep on forty twos, and I was in full hydro, and I'm like, "This is so different." <laughs> I was also, like, this doesn't he have the hoon handle set up with the doubler in there too? He does, and it I really like the hoon handle. It it helps because you can kind of load up on the brakes, you have both your feet free, and then you can just clutch drop and let go of the handle. Graham's rig needs a hoon handle, so that way he can have all the joysticks and levers. I think all the rigs need hoon handles, honestly. <laughs> I know mine's getting one. Uh, I eventually do. I want two hoon handles. Cutting brakes, bitches. Cutting brakes are cool, but cutting brakes don't fit my build. I have a hoon button. You do. He does just the opposite hoon. It's the front hoon. Yeah, it's the wrong one. I can do front burnouts. If I ever end up in a position where I can do front digs, that plus a hoon handle is absolutely hilarious. (laughs) You can just sit there and do the whole disengage the rear, warm the front up. It sounds super fun, but I like that uh, Instagram story I posted of, uh, you know, just struggling to put the 205 into front mode only, right? It's not a... 
it sounds great, and then you're on a ledge, and a thing won't fucking shift in there, and you've got to, like, wiggle it around on the ledge to get in. I know you can, like, adjust the detents and make it do it, but, like, it ain't gonna shift if the gear isn't lined up, and, like, that's not always the case, so. It it works well when you're, like, kind of just barely moving on flat ground. Like, if you had to do a dig on, like, a slight incline, you'd be fine, but, like, if it doesn't want to go and you're on a ledge, it's just a pain in the ass. Hot take. Hot take. But, like, if I'm doing you're it wrong, selling me, me on an atlas, so... Yeah, well, atlases are uh, overpriced. Um, stupid. Twenty eight hundred bucks. It ain't that bad. No, they're not twenty eight hundred bucks. It's three thousand plus with a nine month wait time. We talk about this every time. I feel like we do. Yeah, but yeah, but do. Why would you What's do? The- why would you pay three grand and wait nine months when you can go pick up a two hundred five from New England for two hundred and fifty dollars? Uh. If you really like it, you could do a bearing and seal kit, but you don't have to. They don't give a fuck. And then buy an eco box for twelve hundred. Have that. Anyways, moving on whatever. from this because we do this every okay, week. Okay, I'll shut up. Graham, do you have a two hundred five in your Jeep? Yep. Oh, I did not know that. Uh huh. It's mm, stealthy. Yeah, You'd never know. He's got I, the chunky but funky rig. Oh, I haven't really Funk? talked to Graham. I know I've talked to Cody and Luke off camera, but. Yeah, you're not cool, Graham. It's full of surprises. It's got all sorts of boat anchors hidden around in it. Next time you get a chance, take a good look over Graham's rig because it's quite uh, not what it says on the tin. (laughs) Uh, That's what it says on the tin. It's a piece of junk, but I have have the parts that make it do the things. So Just let me drive your rig, Graham. You can drive it if you want. If you I fit. don't think you can drive it. No, that's not going <laughs> to happen. You're too tall. You're definitely too tall. <laughs> you would be surprised. I no. I, I am full blown knees in the dashboard. Can barely hit the clutch pedal in Graham's rig, and you got another six inches on me, boy. <laughs> you can try next time I see you, <laughs> Luke. I have like a foot on you, dude. <laughs> I'm five eleven. How tall are you, Frankenstein? You're. Becca's 5'11", you're 5'10", and I'm 6'8". Oh, he's lying now. No, he's not 5'10", because I am 5'10", and he's an inch taller than me. Yeah, so. Becca's just fucking Frankenstein well, then, 6'2". Maybe. Oh, no, no, no. That's Becca's sister. Oh, Is God. Single? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. At this point, maybe. Oh, no. Anyways. <laughs> I'm in God. for a tall queen. I'm here for it. <laughs> Cody wants a muscle mommy. Let's oh. go. No, I I let the muscle mommy go. She's back to freedom. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Becca's going to love me for this one. Oh, she listens too? Oh, yeah. I've got her hooked on some of them. I oh, God. God. Huh? Not as religiously as me, but, you know. I will say, she is fucking awesome. She really is. She's great. Like, God I don't damn know how same. she puts up with your shit sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> I she sometimes gets a little uh, frustrated at me, but uh, she loves me. You know, we 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 are two peas in a pod. So <laughs> two peas in a fucking F two fifty, literally. <laughs> so fuck, man. You ended up in Brandito's rig, driving Brandito's rig. Yeah. How did that go? Uh, that went great. That was such a. That was my first time driving anything with 
as much gearing as his Jeep does. Because Luke, what, yours is 90-something to one. Brandudo's is like, I want to say... Like 80. Your what? I'm like 80, I think, right on the money. Uh, well, Brandito's like 160 or 170 to one. So it's got a lot more gear. Jesus. Uh, and it's got full hydro and 42s. It pretty much, it was like another step up from your rig to where it was even more light. I'm not saying your rig is not light. It felt no, my rig is a back. fat fucking pig. It's still lighter than a Super Duty. Yep. Um, and, yeah, but you have 100 more horsepower. That's fair. Old man Not yells at Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> More like that might him. be the next t-shirt design. Uh-huh. Just old man yells at Cloud. It's just Luke with his hat on. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we can but, uh, make that happen. <laughs> it, it was fun because his you could point his Jeep literally at anything and it would just go right up. Like I I don't feel like I got anywhere close to getting that thing any types of stuck at all. Yeah, uh, 42s will do that. And I want to all around makes him. anything feel light. Yeah, I want to talk with him at some point just because that rig's so fucking weird and out there. It's awesome, though. It's definitely... I would definitely talk to him because it's a super cool rig. And I was looking over, I was built, and I'm like, dude, this thing's sick. I'm stealing one of his ideas at some point in the future. Um, I'm going to cut a... When I cut the nose off, I'm just going to buy another stiffener, weld that on over the original stiffener that's there, and use that as the fish plate. He did that, and I was like, that's fucking brilliant. That that would work. That would work very well. Yes. Sorry for the tangent. No, you're Um, good. Uh, actually, you're right. We ended up meeting up with uh, Nick and Becca showed up at Copperhead. I think that's the name of that trail where we all got denied. Yeah, we all went back to camp after like the morning Sunday of Wheeling. And then Nick or I think it was Nick or John. They're like, we got to try Copperhead. And you guys wanted to see Copperhead. So then we all went to Copperhead and failed endlessly other than Jason Gruz and Kyle. Yep. Mm, Kyle failed Kyle failed too. Yeah. Uh, he he made it farther than you guys. Damn. Just barely. Out. It doesn't count if you roll off in a rental rig. I guess it. I guess it doesn't count because it was a rental rig, also. <laughs> and yeah, and the driver was spotting him. That's fair. Cody can attest that that works pretty well. <laughs> it does something. I think I could have made my line that I was trying to do work, but you know, I I trusted the driver. So <laughs> I wouldn't have at that point, but good on you, dude. It, um, the the video we, from the field was so different. Like it literally makes me feel like a bitch because like yeah, inside well, I felt wild compared to the video where I'm just like, oh, that was normal. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh, so well, that's the thing is it's uh it's the same with sports and shit, right? And I'm not a sports guy, but like they got to watch recordings of them doing things so you can see where you're fucking up or where you're doing things you don't like, right? Uh, it's the same thing. So it is helpful to watch videos and be like, ah, I should have been hitting that with way more speed, even though it felt like shit. Like, yeah. Common. The only the only thing that I've ever experienced that like video to like in person feels the same is snowboarding. I don't know why, but like hitting a rail and then like watching the video after, it feels like the exact same way. It's very odd that it's mm. not. Well, maybe that's because that's what you're used to. I don't know. I imagine. Um, 
like that for most motorsports because you look at drag racing, they'll take a slow motion video of the car taking off and it they tune their suspension to how it's taking off in the video. Yeah, maybe dirt biking is not that way. Like I back in the day be like, dude, I just reeled the shit out of that corner. Then I watch it. I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? Because I wasn't reeling <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, so, yeah, it, I don't know. Who knows? There are like certain jumps you like hit, and then you're just like, "That was awesome." Then you watch it's like, "Okay, I went four feet. What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But um, so all right. So after Missouri, are we done with Missouri? Just curious. I think we covered yes. Missouri. So after Missouri, what what did you do to get it ready for um for for West Virginia that you almost didn't bring it? Oh God. Uh, well, I had to. F- fix my steering box ripping off the frame and then i was like well i need to upgrade this thing so immediately it was hydro assist and i needed more gear and then i was like well okay so let's get that out of the way uh ended up buying a redhead box that didn't last long Uh, (laughs) we'll get to that and uh putting hydro assist on the truck horribly failed at doing that um baby's first fabrication i guess you could say you'll get that i mean honestly like once we relocated it it wasn't that far off like you were almost there it just had too much throw that was really it yeah and then uh just pretty much re-gearing the truck and i had a bunch of axles and i'm like well okay i'm taking my dana 60 i've been saving for it and we're gonna put some gears in it and i had access easy access to some 488s and pretty much just had to buy a front spool for the thing and it's pretty much the second from s'more that i figured out about good evening i immediately started saving for more parts and not eating lunch and which is a horrible thing to say eat, eat your <laughs> kids uh no, but not if you need those parts. Dude, I did not this eat lunch. The struggle for, is real. I did not <laughs> for three months to get this truck done and ready for good evening. From the re-gear to the steering box to ended up picking up those 40s that I was talking about from Luke again. And uh, That was yeah. wild, too, because I remember waking up and, and like I, I was like, okay, cool. I got to be up in time for Billy because Billy's going to be here. No, I wake up and there's a fucking Super Duty parked in front of my trailer. And like (laughs) out the door, I come running, grabbing my first cup of coffee. We talked for what? Good 20, 30 minutes, loaded your tires. And then I had to go to work. Yeah, I that was uh, I don't even remember. It was like 1500 miles in 24 hours because I left straight from work and Becca came with me. And uh, we drove through the night and showed up at your house like 45 minutes before you had to go to work. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, I'm going to sleep for 10 minutes. And then I saw your front porch light come on. I'm like, guess I'm not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Got you all loaded up and uh, those tires yeah. definitely put some work in. No, oh, yeah, they worked phenomenally at Good Evening. Uh, with that re-gear, I also had a rear truss that I put on, and I did a shave kit on the rear. Um, the only reason I didn't do a shave kit on the front is because that's not the... The whole point of the O one is figure out what I want and what I like to go into my new truck, 
and then take those parts and put it into the new truck. Well, the 60 that's in the front of the truck now is not the end game result. The new truck has an 05 up lined up for it with a truss and a shave kit already. Okay. So, so you put the 488s in, you got all that stuff thrown together. Yep. And finished up the whole truck about 20 minutes before I left to go to good evening. Yep. And I remember the heartbreak. Oh yeah. Pulling, pulling right off the trailer and into the lodge parking spot and just chink. <laughs> yeah, that was fucked up. Well, then, bro. Uh, I, because of my crappy uh, hydraulic ram uh, assist, I overextended the box. And we didn't find this out till later. I thought I had a faulty box. And I'm like, well, that's kind of odd because this is, you know, an $800 steering box I just bought and has not even gone a mile from my driveway to the trailer to the lodge. Yeah, I mean, when we were we were looking at it at one point, I remember you and me both, because uh, you were like, it's not turning all the way. Like, it doesn't feel like it's turning all the way one way. And it, like, I didn't realize that they didn't have eight inches of throw from factory, that you only get that with a high steer setup. Um, so if you're trying to put hydro on your Super Duty that has stock steering without high steer arms you need a six inch ram but i did notice that it like wasn't going in all the way but i and i should have maybe mentioned that then but at the same time like i know mine doesn't quite hit the ends of the stops i just and it you know i just don't leave it sitting at the end of the stops and it hasn't blown i've never had a box blow up on me like that but i guess when you have two inches of uh, unused travel one inch each direction that's enough to fuck it up so yeah there were it, there were like subtle signs but until it exploded it was it was uh it wasn't something that i even thought about and then people were saying that you set it up with the ram fully compressed which uh i don't think even makes it, it definitely wasn't you definitely didn't it looks like Wait. you set it up right but for eight inches of travel well, uh, which... I, I did set it up compressed. It was fully collapsed when I welded the tabs on. Thinking, mm. And I was all the way steered, what was that, to the left? When so, you did it? Yeah, I was all the way oh, to the so left. Oh, so yeah, that's the same difference. But you, So you had two inches. So technically you had one stop that was totally fine, but then the other stop had two inches where it was Over pushing. Track. Had yeah. you welded it uh, with... Oh no, that wouldn't have worked either. Never mind. I, I had to do exactly what we did Saturday yep. night. Evening. Just you, for anybody listening who doesn't uh, understand how to set up hydro, center your steering, center your ram, double check the throw on your tie rod. You can do that with a straight edge, turn the wheel back side to side and have a reference point from where it is uh, all the way in one lock to the other lock. You can look it up on YouTube how to do it. It's very straightforward. And then you'll know for sure what big, what size RAM you need because uh, 8 inches is not always the solution. Although some people would like to think so. <laughs> uh, so you kind of got a little bit of the retard in you, Mr. Billy. Why the fuck did you pull your box apart? Didn't you just void the warranty by pulling it apart? No, no, I didn't pull the redhead apart. Uh, after oh. that, the 
Gasco, I ended up finding another box at the local parts store. So that on top of, I knew going into it, I put a slightly shorter Pitman arm onto it. And I'm like, well, this shouldn't necessarily matter because I'm stupid and didn't realize that it does matter. Um, so I ended up ordering a box and another Pitman arm. And then also Luke Kennedy was bringing me down two more Pitman arms just because we weren't sure what the spline of the box was from the parts store. And uh, put in put the second box in it, the new Pitman arm, we hackily drilled and tapped it for hydro assist, aka welded the redhead fittings onto the AutoZone box. <laughs> Because me and Nick were uh, far too many uh, drinky-poos in <laughs> and uh, mm. accidentally drilled a half-inch hole for a quarter-inch tap when it requires a 7 sixteenths hole. What? Yeah, I don't know if you guys <laughs> heard about that. <laughs> These things happen. I did not hear that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so wait, 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 no. Yeah, that's... <laughs> instead of me tapping the box, I ended up having no oversize the holes and I weld the fittings into the new box, box number two. And then we all went out to Honey Hole and I blew up that second box three hours later and I'm like, shit, something's wrong. I remember the recovery on this because Kyle said he was going to take my rig down there to go just take the rig for a few minutes. Oh, yeah. And it became, dude, where the fuck is my rig? Yeah, he ended up using his winch john's winch and then the actually the owner of the park was driving around in his little flat fender or maybe i don't remember his name it was phil or bobby or something and he helped yeah, her that, no truck. that was the thing is we couldn't uh there was it was like um nobody knew if it was phil or bobby i'm pretty sure it was phil Everybody was like, it's Bobby. It's like, no, he said Phil. <laughs> I could have swore it's Phil. It's 50 50. It's 50 yeah, 50. I think it was Phil. So I didn't realize John brought a welder. Bobby had a welder at his shop. So we brought that second box when I was before I put it in over to him to weld the fittings in. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I accidentally called him the wrong name probably 20 times. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And he, at the end of it, he's like, hey, my name's actually this. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, and I, you didn't remember? You still don't know? <laughs> still don't know. <laughs> terrible. You're terrible. Uh, am I really sure as bad Phil. as Graham, though? You know, Graham can't remember last names. So No, no, no. He can remember them. He just doesn't know how to pronounce words. Ayusa. <laughs> Ayusa. It's, at this point, it's not intentional. It just is. That's just. He's just. I, I feel like it is intentional at this. No, point. it's not. You've been <laughs> corrected so many fucking times. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, it's stuck okay, in my Grant. brain. It's branded in there. I think it branded into mine because uh, when we you were, my used to too. I accidentally oh, called my Oshawa. Good evening. Also. There's no H. There's no H in it. Like it doesn't need Ayusa. to be. It, I'm saying it as it's spelled, not as it's pronounced. I'm just helping people with their spelling. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so we ended up getting a third box Saturday morning. And then same thing, cut the old fittings out of the box number two and walled them back into box number three. And, uh, <laughs> and then we ended up having that whole fiasco of everybody helping. And I appreciate everybody for helping. And I can't thank them enough because we all pretty much redid my entire steering system in a matter of four hours with eight people. 
which the ended up, up working out. And it ended up working. We were able to actually beat the truck, and we stayed out with you guys till about three thirty in the morning Saturday night, night wheeling. I mean, I went back to the lodge when you. I think Nick and Graham were messing around on Keyhole. Yeah, you, I think. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. The first night. Or uh, the Sat- second night. Sat- yeah, second Saturday. Night. Yeah. So box number three is a win. We went out wheeling with you guys, and. Uh, it had a fun time. Put a beat down on the truck Saturday night and went up Chadillac. And he, yeah, uh, you waved at me as I was under my Jeep. It was cool. I I did. And it was funny because when we were in the middle of Chadillac, uh, the owner, still don't know his name, he was like, I thought you went home. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't quit. <laughs> I'm like, where are we? <laughs> We're wheeling this weekend, you know, <laughs> it may have only been for a day and a half out of the three days, but I'm still wheeling. I never understood that. Like your rig breaks. Why wouldn't you stick around? Like, exactly. Especially after driving 10 hours. But then yeah. again, I, I was also the first to say after the redhead box blew up, I was going to say, screw it, drive home and grab Nick's buggy. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, would have been mean, a shit show too. Yes. Um, I think, though, on the note of leaving after you break your rig, like the Web Wheelers Ball 3, I had a perfectly valid excuse. I had hold my T-case with no other T-case there. You left early? Yeah, I left Sunday morning. Oh, that's right. You didn't go to the second half of the property. Yeah, no, I blew my T-case up and, like, didn't have a spare with me. You always are doing that. You're always leaving early. You blow your shit up and then you leave. That's um. You, you had a spare four to one. I don't have a spare four to one. No. Oh, you had a a different spare. Okay. I had uh. I didn't have a spare. If I had had a spare when I was at the Web Wheelers Ball Saturday night, we would have been swapping my transfer case in the parking lot and doing an SYE in the parking lot. But we Easy. weren't. I didn't have one. I didn't yeah. know you blew up your T case. Uh yeah, that was a while ago. I blew a planetary out of it. Oh okay. Yeah, these things happen from time to time, and that case had four years of abuse under my rig, so like it didn't know me shit. Nope. Um, and I had a twelve-hour drive home, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll leave Sunday." Um. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so let's talk about the day of or day and a half of wheeling that you got there. You ran Chadillac, and you made everyone look fucking retarded, which was hilarious because you just pulled up there. Dropped your cock on the floor and walked right up the center of um, the Chadillac exit. Yeah, I definitely, I baby bounced it the first time just to kind of get a feel for it. I'm like, okay, dropped it in first and just hammered it. And it bounced right up the Chadillac that everybody was struggling on. I'm like, well, long wheelbase for the win, I guess. (laughs) You'll get that from time to time. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I don't I don't know if we went up the rest of Chadillac or I don't know what that other hill was that we went up. You probably went up the rest of Chadillac if you had to take a right out of there and then a left. Yeah, that's what we did. I don't know. And then there was a big uh, like I don't know if it was a boulder ledge. I couldn't see it um, at the second half of Chadillac, and that took me a couple tries to get up it, but I ended up getting up it. So. Hell yeah. And then we, I think we all just putzed around a, a keyhole. 
Fuck you, Luke. You made me yawn, bastard. Yeah, you'll, I'll, I'll cause that. <laughs> I do cause people to fall asleep, supposedly. Sorry, my stories are boring. No, no. He, he yawned, so fucking, you know, the bastard made me yawn. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just waiting for the coffee pot to finish. Give me a second here. I've been up <laughs> since five. You're good. It was funny at the end of uh, when we were all at Keyhole, I was, we were sitting and waiting, and I was stupid. Instead of getting out of the truck and keeping the adrenaline gone, I uh, leaned my seat back, and then I started getting dizzy, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Baby's <laughs> going to sleep. Uh, dude, I didn't go to sleep. I ended up puking on a keyhole. Becca had to drive back to... Uh, oh, I heard about that. Yeah. On, on Sunday? Saw, no, Saturday. Oh, wait, when it was like 5 a.m. or whatever? 4 a.m., yeah. Yeah. And uh, then again, that day, I had like no food in me, and all we were doing that night was drinking. And Oof. Yeah, it was fun. I would do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sunday, I don't know if I'm going to go into that because there's nothing really more Saturday night. Sure. Did, yeah, you, did you break a stub shaft? I did Sunday, yes. Yeah, uh, that's what it was. That was... I forgot entirely what we did. We went on Cripple Creek, I know, because I think Nick and John wanted to run that. And same with Kennedy. So it was Nick... John Kennedy and me, and that was it. We had four rigs, and we all made it up Crypt Creek. And then the Runs Prime guys ended up uh, meeting us around toward the top of Cripple Creek, and that's where some of my really good video footage came in of me bouncing up the end of Cripple Creek. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen that uh, everywhere. Uh huh. Multiple places. <laughs> that video blew up. Yeah. yeah. It did. Fifty thousand views. Damn. And it's been out a week and a half, which is crazy. <laughs> it definitely popped off. Um Yeah, I didn't end up seeing you at all after or and yeah, at all on Sunday, I don't think, until I got back to the lodge. Yeah, because I think you and Graham and Curtis maybe were out. Uh, yeah, Curtis was all grumpy. He wanted to scoot around with with just a small group. So that's all Curtis was doing all weekend. He was just yeah, he's just finding his small little groups and going out. He's a grumpy boy. I uh, personally a... love that. That's my favorite thing to do is get wait till Curtis gets grumpy and then go and grab the small little group and yeah, away we go. It um. I do apologize for not letting you drive the rental rig, though. I'm oh, actually kind of upset about that. I was upset because you were so adamant at S'more to drive uh, the school bus that I was like, I need to let Luke drive the school bus. And then getting <laughs> back to each other to let each other play trade the keys. That would have been hilarious. I would have not been very good at driving the uh, school bus, but you would have had a bitchin' time. Dude, uh, Kennedy drove the school bus, and he looked like a tiny little ant in the thing, but he was doing good. He drove it up a little bit of Cripple Creek. In the one video, you can see that. Um, oh, yeah, I saw that. Why was he driving your rig? Because I wanted to drive his. Fair point. That's a good trade. So we just took like a little small scab of Cripple Creek and I drove his rig and he ended up hopping in the Super Duty and 
got it stuck on the big rock that you can see him bounce up. And then we traded places once it got winched off. And uh, then the whole rest of me bouncing up that massive rock. Hell yeah. So why didn't you turn when you slammed into the wall? Just curious. Uh, I did turn. Well, the I leaf springs had him airborne. So like the steering wheel didn't do the thing. I was going to say, we were airborne. You, you watched that video close enough. All four tires came off the ground. Jeez. And uh, I knew that. I didn't realize that that was. That should have been a half send, and I full sent it. And But it made good uh, video. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> I, I, if I would have known that that other wall was right there, I would have just taken it slow and maybe tried to turn to go up the trail instead of doing a three-point like I did. But. <laughs> you'll, you'll get that on them long jobs <laughs> we're, we're part of the long boy gang here <laughs> yeah that rig is going that rig bobbed would be cool though oh it'd be so sick it'd be so sick it's so terrible yet so great we haven't even touched on the doors yet bobbed like front end or both, rear? both. yes yes so sick that's actually a plan for future, but yes. Actually, just a bob in the rear and then a dove nose would be fucking cool. Like that thing would really change that rig. It would. Yeah. It would be cool. I gotta get more into the uh, customization of body panels, but other than rocks, uh, cosmetically adding touches to it <laughs> um, and removing doors and fenders. Know. And windows. Uh, when are you going to weld the doors shut, by the way? Uh, I probably won't. I'll probably do half doors with the cage. Okay. Because you're I, definitely going to have to do something about that at some point soon. Yeah. The uh, There's not much to weld on the doors. I've tried to weld the skins back on them, and... It just never, it always rips them right off, and it's like, it's pointless. <laughs> it's completely junk. That's and for funny. the record, we're talking about he's got gold wing doors, but only half the door opens. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's cool. It's so bad. That truck is a rust pile. It makes it unique, though. So, you know, I, I don't have another Jeep on the trail, I have a Super Jeep. <laughs> yeah, I'm just bringing up the thing about the doors because, like, you're starting to push some of the limits, and like, I'm a little concerned about what happens when one of those doors finally just falls open, and you have factory forward um, seatbelt holding you in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely need to get some seats and harnesses. Uh, one day. Uh, the those doors come with the cage, though. Yeah, the doors, they actually still latch to each other. They just don't latch, like the extended cab door latches to the body. It doesn't do that no more, so. Oh, they, yeah. They stay closed by latching to each other, or in Becca's door's case, it is ratchet strapped to my driver's seat. <laughs> oh, my God. It used to be better. It had a barn door latch. Yep, I remember welded. that. Yeah, that didn't <laughs> last very long. Once you start, once you weld the barn door latch to body skins and then dent the body skins, it doesn't line up anymore. 
No. Uh, yeah, it's, it needs work. Just, it's hilarious. So, so much. Just so goddamn much. That's, <laughs> that's all I can say. The level of ink care is there. I'll I'll leave it like that. The level of ink care is basically non-existent. So uh, zero fucks to give or to <laughs> As Cody would say. Hell yeah, as it fucking should be. Alrighty, well, it seems like we're slowing down. So I'm, I'm going to ask my, my famous tire question. I'm sure you've heard it a million times. But uh, what's what's the best DOT off-road tire and what's the worst? Oh, man. Best DOT tire and the worst. Um, if you say bog dogs, you get banned. And this episode never goes there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That'd be fair. Um... I have a lot of experience with tires and being a tire tech for so long. Uh, if we're in podcast world like we are now, I'm going to say Patagonia's. But if I'm going to follow my heart, I'm going to say... the best? No, it's the worst. Oh, okay. Oof. No, no, no. But from personal experience, the worst DOT tire I've ever had is military Humvee tires. Yes. Oof. Yeah, those are horrible. The 37-inch military Goodyear whatevers are horrible. They suck. They don't get traction at all anywhere. Um, The best I've had BFG KM3s in a 35. I really liked those. Hmm. I've had had 37-inch boggers, and I've had my 40-inch trail grapplers. Um, I've also had KO2s on my daily, but that's street and occasional gravel. I don't know. I like the KM3s because they did good on the 01, street driving it and off-roading it. Um, And then I will say the 40s are pretty minty. Hell yeah. And they're nicely broken in. They are. The rears are. No, the fronts. Yours are the the fronts. Okay. Here's on the truck. Yeah. You don't that put the sense. new ones on the front? I always put the new news on the front. I put the news on the back because you're more likely to spin the back tires, and the front ones were already broken in, so they're going to pull me up any obstacle. Yeah, I, s- I suppose. The shred on those aren't too low. My usual uh, MO is uh, run. don't rotate them. Let both the fronts just die. Buy two new ones, and then put them on the front that's fair <laughs> i uh yeah i don't know i i like the cam threes and i like the trail grapplers the trail yeah. grabs i personally really enjoyed they never let me down in any significant way they uh moving to the sticky was definitely a different ball game you know it's chestnut no, get them started but uh i'll spare everyone because i fucking went off on this we, the last we've three already, yeah we've gone off um, on the stickies uh all the stickies multiple times the past couple podcasts <laughs> yeah well it's gonna be a reoccurring theme every time tires get brought up as i, I love know. stickies um, i like my bickies one day i'll get <laughs> the stickies um so with the uh good evening trip did it end up living up to your expectations Yes, completely. Web Wheeler's ball, in my mind, was still a success, even for me. Once Hell I got yeah. 
it may have t- i you know it took me a little bit to get going but we we had a we had a blast <laughs> awesome um so and moving was- forward with your rig right i really think that the personal from having seen it run a couple times i think some form of rocker protection is going to help it and i think that getting some of the excess um overhang will help it a lot but yeah. it's definitely interesting and a really cool project i i would agree uh definitely gonna uh, get some more personal protection as far as rockers there's really nothing to weld onto so right mm. now my rockers are my rock sliders because there's rock in rock sliders and rockers yes sir I mean, tell them how it is It'd be like that. I'm just saying, like, to actually help the rig start pivoting once you get into either on this truck or the next truck, um, it, it's definitely going to be a major assistance to you. Um, I that's have doors to my take. I have um, doors to tip off of. Uh, old man <laughs> yells at Cloud. Um, <laughs> you got uh, any questions for us? Um, not at the moment, other than, uh, what was I thinking? Uh, what's going on with your Jeep, Luke? Cause, or if you want to go into that. Yeah, sure. Anything specific, like what we your, had talked about on the phone or not? Uh, your five liter, your NP 435 and your 205. Okay. What I'm trying to get into. So right now, I'm torn between the devil I know and the devil I don't know. I know that my AX-15 works well. I know that my 4-to-1 works well. I know that the 241OR will hold up to a lot of abuse because it's been under the Praetor's rigs, which have more horsepower than my rig does and will with the 5.0 and the adapter kit is pretty fucking cheap. It's like 250 bucks to buy the adapter kit and keep the AX15. Um so I'm deciding on that. The engine is still sitting. It's still going to happen, but um I'm just figuring out a couple of other things at the moment. Um you know um that's where that's going i think i'm gonna go with the sniper 2 into a uh shorty intake manifold to try and get the hood to close because i think it would be very funny to muffle that thing down a little bit and not have it be like an obnoxious v8 but still have a dump somewhere in the system um and that's that's the current situation um I have a set of GT40P heads on the way that I have to figure out getting um, from another listener who's pretty fucking cool. And um, so eventually I will tear into that engine pretty far. Um, Right now, everything's just kind of in limbo, and I'm waiting for the right time to get started on it. There you go. Um... There's some stuff that I'll talk with you about on a more personal level off air. Uh, okay. But it you know how that shit goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I suppose, did the Blue Collar Boys live up to the expectation? Because I know that you've listened for a while and probably had some form of an idea. 
Oh, completely. You guys are amazing. Uh, what was what was our rating? Not scale? amazing, but six sixty nine out of ten. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> six point nine out of ten. I'll take it. Uh, uh, nine out of ten, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I I had a blast meeting you guys this year. This was great, and I hope there's more wheeling trips in the future. I don't know what you guys are going on, but. There will be. Um, at the I'm very re- least, I know that I'm working on getting the next Web Wheelers ball set up for this coming year. Um, so we're going to have that finalized by the end of October, and details will go out for that when that's all said and done. I'm really excited for the potential run that the Runs Prime guys are setting up. They're trying to do. Uh, fuck, I can't go into it too much. I don't know how much they want me to air. I'll talk. We'll talk about it on their episode. They're coming up here in a few days or a few weeks now. But their idea that they're gonna do, I think, is just gonna be a lot of fucking fun for us idiots to have together. Like, I think, I think it'll just be stupid and really enjoyable. Is it only bypass runs? Ooh, <laughs> ooh, shots fired, baby! Goddamn. <laughs> hey, they're too busy thinking about Bussy to actually be running fucking hard trails. So. Runs Run. bypasses. Runs oh. by, gotta love them. Great dudes. <laughs> Excellent people. Um, Damn. And I look forward to the s'more trip next year or potentially wherever that trip goes because that's on my radar to get done as well. Um, so you'll definitely be seeing, at the very least, me for that one. And then... Um, the web wheeler ball those are the only two that i'm going to confirm right now yeah i'm gonna try to go out to that uh the trail trash meet and beat next year Oof, there you go oh so that's probably see me there then okay perfect <laughs> there's maybe, no maybe. guarantees on that though yeah i know trail trash smells kind of funny that is and, <laughs> you know <laughs> I actually got to go wheeling with those guys soon because those guys are fucking awesome and I haven't seen them in a while, but and yeah. Then, uh, yeah, we got Graham and Cody, whatever they're doing to the rigs or up next or I'm just going to maintain mine for now. <laughs> Rumor has it that you might even be prettying it up. Yeah. Yeah. I think it may, it's not changing in the near future, but it may revert back and I may put uh, my effort towards something that I don't care if it uh, totally dies. It'd be sad if the Jeep totally dies, and I could definitely see that being a reality after that good evening trip. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. The, the plans are sort of still up in the air. There's still stuff I need to do to it. Obviously, I don't have any other options to wheel right now, so it's what I what i have so but i'm thinking about things and we're gonna see what uh comes to fruition hell yeah um so i think on that note we're starting to get a little bit slow anyone else got anything or well you're always a little slow luke but uh yeah i don't have any more questions you know, on that note, Graham, since I'm always a little slow, I'll let you take the intro out. The intro it, out? It would be the outro. <laughs> the outro yeah. in? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Um, I'm just yeah. helping with a little slow. Uh, in, in case we didn't realize, 
this is episode 146. We have done 140 fucking five of these, and somehow this episode we have decided to absolutely destroy the intro and now ruin the outro. But <laughs> yes, since I have your since I have your ears, everybody, whoever listens, thank you, thank you, everybody for listening. We appreciate every single one of you. If you can go over to whatever listening platform you are that you're listening to us right now leave a comment or put a rating whatever it does help it pushes us through whatever category we're in if we even are in a category anymore we're probably in like the outdated <laughs> and like way over like our x-rated whatever you want to call it at this point but uh just just know we appreciate every one of you uh it's kind of crazy when we go places and people say that they listen to us. It just, it really makes it uh, like physical. I don't know. It's something that is very unique and thank you. So yes. if you comment and Cody sees you, he'll give you a kiss. Yes. Okay. Um, and then also make sure he to wants to get physical. <laughs> make sure to go and check out Billy at the car show kid on Instagram. I got that right. Right. Yeah. It's just car show kid, but yeah. Car show kid. Okay. And um, if you're going to be a little different, do the reverse one-ton swap and remove the body off of your Super Duty. It's not exactly right, but it sure as fuck ain't wrong. There you go.